All right, so listen, in today's video, I wanna break down lead generation. I wanna get into uh, the details of lead generation. Because when I think about most of the real estate agents that I talk to for the first time that maybe they reach out for coaching and we start to look at their, their lead generation um, and we start to unpack that, what I often find, and it's sometimes no fault of their own, they just haven't been, been trained and that's what I wanna walk through in today's video. But most of the time, they're just waiting for business. And that comes in multiple different forms. But for the vast majority of our industry, unfortunately, people are waiting for people to contact them that want to buy or sell a house. And then obviously that results in them doing their three to four deals per year. And it's a, it's a struggle for them ever to be in a position to scale that business to really earn a full-time income. And so that's what we're going to break down in today's video is uh, exactly how to do that, all right? So the way I think about lead generation, first and foremost, I, I first want to get your mind around, okay, if I'm going to have a business that can weather the storm, it can uh, thrive no matter what market we're in, buyer's market, neutral market, seller's market, high interest rates, high inventory, low inventory, it doesn't matter I want to create a business model where uh, it can do well no matter what happens. So, so what does that mean? So, when we look at your business from a thirty thousand foot view, all right. So, and we start to look at okay, most people again they've got one strategy. So, my recommendation is that an agent will have three to five what I would call pillars of business in their uh, in their business, right? So I, I think that for the vast majority, the number four makes a lot of sense, and I'll show you why uh, in just a minute. But let's break this down, okay? So if we're going to have, like I said, we're going to have uh, four pillars of business with inside of this model that I'm going to show you, let's talk about this. So I think that for starters, we have to say, okay, where is where potentially are new clients going to come from? There is only two sources. This is what people really, really, uh, I want to simplify this. I, I've done so much communication with you guys here on the YouTube channel around what you believe to be your biggest challenge in your real estate business. And most of you always say lead generation. Well, here's the thing. When we talk about client acquisition, Business can only come from people that you don't know, right? Or people that you know. I mean, that's it. It's either going to come from people that you know or people you don't know. I'm going to make the argument in this video that the vast majority of us would agree that there are probably a lot more people that will buy or sell a house in your market that you don't know than you do know. However, I'm going to uh, outline a strategy for both because they both need to be inside of the the business strategy. Okay, so when we start to break this down, okay, so we talked about having uh, four pillars of business, right? So I'm going to put one, two, three, four. I'm going to first talk about okay, pillar number one. Pillar number one is for people that we don't know. 
so we don't know. And inside of this pillar, I'm going to recommend that you have an approach that is based on outbound. Not inbound, but outbound. Meaning, you're the one who initiates the conversation. Because we just talked about waiting probably isn't a strategy. So we want you to be on the offense here. So what, we talk, what we're talking about here is, okay, we're going to go after people that we don't know because we just said that the vast majority of people buying and selling a house in our market probably are people we don't know, and we want to be in control of that. So what are we talking about specifically, uh, specifically here? So we can, we can reach these people via a couple different ways, okay? We can call them. We can uh, door knock them. We can text them. We can email them. We can direct message them on Facebook or Instagram. So we say, okay, for, perfect. Pick one. Pick one or two ways that you can go out there and communicate uh, directly where you're in control. And now the next question is who? Who are we going to communicate that with? Or, or to, rather. So I want to focus here on... This is going to be uh, business to consumer, direct to the consumer. Okay, that's what we're talking about in this strategy, meaning you're the business, you're the real estate agent, you're the business, and you're going directly after the consumer. All right, well, this becomes just really, really simple, okay? Who, first off, if we're going to spend our time, energy, and effort being proactive in our lead generation, meaning we're going to go initiate the conversation, we're not going to sit back and wait for people to call us, who would we be best, where would our time be best suited? Well, why don't we start off with the people that we know who are already selling in the marketplace, okay? So let's knock out a couple easy ones. So we have, uh, let me move this over a little bit. We have expired listings. We have for sale by owners. We have for rent by owners. We have one that most people don't talk about, which is a great source of business, probate. We have absentee owners. This is just an idea, right? I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. We have uh, downsizers. We have, uh, we have, we can do just listed, just sold. I mean, we could go, we can just go and circle prospect neighborhoods in which we want to sell. This is just direct to the consumer. It's you reaching out, having conversations directly with the consumer. Okay. So that's a strategy I think everybody should have. I don't, it doesn't matter uh, where you're at in your business. This is going to be a way in which for you to go out there and get business now. And I'll just, make a little note right here. This is going to be uh, probably one of your, I would say, uh, most effective and most profitable. Because you're just trading time here for money, okay? So um, you're, not, you're not investing money, you're not doing any of that. This is just you using your skill set, using your effort to go out there and make business happen, okay? So that's strategy or what I would call uh, pillar number one. 
Now we've got pillar number two, which is still, we're gonna focus on people that we don't know. All right, and now we can start talking about inbound. I think that agents should have an outbound strategy for people that they don't know, and they have a strategy for people or for people they don't know on the inbound side. What do I mean by inbound? Inbound just means that they're the ones reaching out to you. This is where I think if uh, we were to interview all 1.5 million real estate agents, most of us would prefer that people contact us, that we don't have to be the one who initiates the conversation. This is where we've got a lot of uh, head trash to deal with. We've got a lot of baggage around outbound prospecting. I get it. Uh, we'll save that for another video. But inbound is where I think most of you say, wow, I would like that. I would like to have a strategy or a way for people I don't know to contact me to do business with me. All right, well, let's talk about some of these. So when we talk about inbound lead generation, what are some ways that we can go into the marketplace and have our target audience, those people that are looking to buy and sell, reach out to you? All right, I'm going to give you my three favorite ways, okay? So number one is content marketing. And really, uh, the first two specifically, so when we look at content marketing, we're talking about YouTube, and we're talking about blog, and we're talking about Instagram, okay? So when I talk about content marketing, I'm not talking about running ads. I'm not talking about buying, you know, pay-per-click ads uh, on social media or Google. I'm talking about you being the creator, and you're creating content on uh, these three platforms in uh, in a way, like I'm doing right now, where you're putting content in front of your ideal uh, uh, target audience, your target market, they consume the content, which that allows them to then uh, build a relationship with you prior to them needing your services uh, with the goal of having them reach out to, to you. Now, I'll make a lot more content on that on the channel later this year on how to do this, but really, the idea here, and in, in it's based on different personality styles, right? Because I think a lot of people talk about YouTube, um, but that's not the only way, right? Because a lot of you probably like, well, I don't want to get behind the camera. I'm a little bit more shy or introverted. It's a little uncomfortable for me. Cool. All, all good. If you like to write, do a blog because both are based on Google. And I think, you know, a lot of people, again, are focused on YouTube, but they're not focused on blogging. It's the same strategy. It's just in written format, not video format. It's the exact same thing. So when we look at Number one, from an inbound strategy, content marketing. Now, is it going to happen right away? No, you have to put a lot of effort, a lot of time into this, just like you do with any lead generation. You're not going to make one YouTube video and all of a sudden your phone's going to start ringing off the hook. And you're not going to make one blog post. This is this is another lead gener proactive lead generation. This is cause and effect. You have to do work on a consistent basis over a long time horizon for any of this to work, all right? Number two, podcast. So again, I think that uh, you could probably throw this in the content marketing bucket, but I'll just separate it for a minute. You could have a podcast where your content is all based on the local market, okay? So what are we talking about specifically? We're talking about uh, local business owners, 
So people who own local restaurants, you're interviewing these people. You could have, uh, you could talk about local housing market. This is huge. This is what everybody wants to know. And so on the pod podcast, you're discussing what is happening with the local uh, housing market, with local business owners. And then you could start to kind of just cover uh, local events. What's happening inside of the community and your podcast, you're growing an audience of people who are going to be listening to your podcast. So now we've got a couple different channels. We have the blog, which is written format. We have YouTube, which is video format. And then we have the podcast, which is audio format. Okay. All of this is designed for you to put uh, content in front of your ideal viewer, build an audience and have that audience. You monetize that audience by having them reach out to you to hire you for your services. And then number three, is again uh is open houses that i think when, when i when i say open houses i could just feel the audience saying oh gosh i've heard that a million different you're talking about open houses yes i'm talking about open houses i'm not talking about doing one open house every other month i'm talking about doing three to five uh open house events per week per week so when we look at this i mean I will sit here and, and make the argument that if you're if you're just refuse to do outbound lead generation, you're like, dude, that's just not me. Um, that the next best thing probably for you to go from where you're at right now to building a, a business that generates more income, I, I would make the argument that you should focus on open houses in the neighborhoods in which you want to serve. They don't have to be your listings, okay? And you're holding three to five open houses a week. And I've seen this happen hundreds of hundreds of times, okay, with agents that I coach, agents on my team, um, and myself included, that if you do this consistently enough, you, you not only are going to get business, but you're going to end up doing, I think, what you want to do, which is build your personal brand, right? And then you can uh, be the, the neighborhood expert in... Um, the neighborhoods in which you want business so you can get a listing doesn't have to be yours and i'll do another video on how to actually throw an open house event where you uh have the people come to you get massive amounts of people to your event this is how you're getting in face-to-face -face conversations with your ideal clients building that database so that when they need to hire an agent they've seen how you handle the sale of a home and therefore the likelihood for them to hire you to handle the sale of their home goes up dramatically all right so we've talked about pillar one uh and pillar two both of these are with people that you don't know we've got one on the outbound side one on the inbound side okay let's talk about pillar number three now this is going to kind of be a, a hybrid approach of both people you know and don't know. What I mean by this is referral partners. So this is a business to business uh, strategy, meaning that both one and two, I'll just go here, one and two, these are both business to consumer. These are both you communicating with people who own houses. Three, now we're talking about the first business-to-business -business, uh, lead generation strategy, meaning that with your lead generation efforts in initiating conversations both on outbound and inbound, 
We're not going after the homeowner here. We're not communicating with the homeowner. We're communicating with other business owners with the goal of building a business relationship so that you can become an extension of their business offerings to their clients. So when I bring this up, I think a lot of agents really maybe overcomplicate this. I'm kind of running out of space here. Hopefully you can follow along. But when I when I explain it this way, the agent has like this aha moment. What I mean by this is if you look at yourself, all right, so just follow this arrow. Most of you real estate agents are the lead generation strategy for adjacent industries, okay? Specifically, uh, mortgage, title, home warranty, and home inspectors. If you look at these, uh, this is not what you're going to go after, by the way. But when you look at these four industries, the vast majority of their lead and uh, generation efforts are going after you, the realtor. That is how these industries pretty much are funded. And I don't know that that many real estate agents think about this or realize this, but like we are responsible for a lot of the business, most of the business, for those four industries. And you start to say, wow, okay, is there an opportunity for me to do that? Have a, 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 a business model where for some of you, you might be better as a business-to-business -business salesperson than a business-to-consumer salesperson. Certainly, I, I love this type of relationship selling where my business is coming via the channel of other business professionals. And again, it brings more market proof. So let me give you some examples of what we're talking about, okay? So what are some uh, adjacent industries where other business owners or other entrepreneurs such as yourself are working with clients that would also have to buy or sell a house? All right, let me tell you where we're getting the most success, okay? Number one is probate attorneys. So when you think about this, how many hundreds of probate attorneys are in your backyard, they're in your market, and they're all dealing with their clients who have to sell a home that was part of the estate in order for the estate to be settled in court so that the probate attorney can get paid. Hundreds and thousands of these cases are happening right now where these probate attorneys, it's not a choice, but rather it's a need for their business to succeed in order for them to have a real estate agent who can handle the sale of a transaction. Why? Because the people, listen closely, the people that are inheriting these properties or finding themselves in a probate situation, uh, more times than not, don't live in the community in which the home needs to be sold in the estate. So therefore, they don't have a relationship with a local real estate agent who can help them. That's why this is such an awesome opportunity for you. If you think about this, if you were to inherit uh, you know, a family member's home who passed away without a will or without a trust in place, and that property had to go through the estate, most of you don't live next door to grandma, you know, next door to Uncle Bob. They probably live in another market or, 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 or even worse, another state. So you don't have any relationships. So these attorneys, if you go after the attorneys, you start building a relationship with attorneys, these attorneys then can refer you to their clients as an extension of their business offering. So the attorney sitting down with their client, 
The client needs a realtor to sell the home. The attorney can offer your services as an extension of their services. That's an example. Number two is divorce attorneys. Same thing, right? Same thing. Oftentimes, people go through a divorce, 80, 90% of the time, they've got to sell the marital home and each buy a new home. They can't agree on anything. So a lot of the time, the judge will say, well, you guys can't agree on anything. So you can't use a realtor that, you know, uh, that the divorcing spouse wants to use. Attorneys, you guys have to make a recommendation. So it's the same opportunity here. Okay, let me give you some more. What about... Um, Assisted living. You probably have two, three, four of these going up in your local city, just like I do. They're they're popping up all over the place. Okay, so what happens? So these people get to uh, an age where they can't live on their own, so they have to go to assisted living. Well, where do they get the money to pay for these, which are oftentimes six, seven, eight thousand dollars per month? Well, they get it from their largest asset. What is their largest asset, Brandon? Oh, that's right. That's their home. So they have to sell the home, cash out that biggest, uh, one of the biggest assets they have in order to pay for that assisted living. Well, what can you do then as a result? The result is you can go after these sales managers. So you can start to build relationships with these sales managers at these uh, assisted living facilities going up on every corner, it seems like recently build relationships with them, do events at their facilities. They love. They would love for you to help them market events at their facility. And as they're talking to their prospects who give them the objection, well, we've got to sell grandma's home. That's where we're going to liquidate a lot of the assets in order to pay for her, her stay. You could start building those relationships, okay? Now, number four, you could start to go uh, with insurance agents. So insurance agents are sitting there writing homeowners insurance policies for people who are out there looking to buy a home. All right, I'm going to speed this up a little bit. Same thing, whoop, number five, uh, insurance agents. You have CPAs having conversations with their clients every day about the liquidation of buying and selling homes. Okay, number six, what about financial planners? So a lot of people are working with their person who is helping them manage their finances. And often they're having conversations about people buying and selling a home prior to them having a conversation with a real estate agent. So I just gave you six industries to go after to start building relationships with uh, other business professionals so that you could start generating an inbound traffic of referrals. Now, number four, probably the most neglected area of real estate, which is the people that we know. All of you want to serve these people. The problem is most of you are just waiting. You're just waiting when it comes to this. You know, to be fair, don't get mad at me. It's just the truth, right? We can laugh about it, hopefully. When somebody you know, says, okay, well, I'm doing uh, whatever. I'm doing five to 10 deals a year from this source of, uh, source of business. And I say, okay, what specifically are you doing cause and effect? What are you doing specifically to cause these people to contact you? Well, I mean, the truth is they just say, well, I don't know. Uh, it's just luck. We just get lucky, right? I mean, let's just call it what it is. So we want to change that, all right? We want to change that. So like everything, waiting is not a strategy. Waiting is not a strategy. So what we want to do here is we want to have a plan 
to communicate with the people that we know so that we can earn this top of mind awareness, okay? So when people think about real estate, they're, they're thinking about us, all right? And I wanna just keep this really, really simple. I'll make future videos on a strategy here, but let's just keep this really basic, okay? When I work with a real estate agent and say, okay, we're gonna put in a system to generate more business from the people that you know on a consistent basis, this all starts with our weekly uh, email newsletter. So our email newsletter, okay? And this goes out every single week. This is the basis, it's free, it's fully scalable. You gotta write it one time, goes out to your entire database. That's the easiest way to do this. Number two is a monthly a monthly mailer, okay? So now we're, we're uh, sending a piece of direct mail in their mailbox so that, and again, I'll make more videos in the future about what these would entail, but now we've got a weekly email going out. So there's 52 touches here, which is awesome. There's 12 touches going here with a monthly mailer, okay? Number three, I would have some type of communication on their birthday, okay? So there's another touch. And then fourth, just keep this super, super, super simple. I would do some type of event every 90 days. So every 90 days, one a quarter, I would have, and that's four more touches, right? So now you've got, what is that? 52, 62, 64, 65, uh, what is that? 69 to 70 touches over the course of a year. If you just follow this, these four simple things right here, you will start to earn more business from the people you know, and you'll start to earn more referrals from the people that they know looking to buy or sell a, a, a home. So now let's just kind of recap and say, okay, We've got four different ways in which we can get business, okay? And we have one, which is our outbound lead generation. Perfect. Outbound, going to people that we don't know. This puts you in the driver's seat, okay? We talked about how to do that. Number two, okay? Now we want to have an inbound approach with, uh, this is going to go out to obviously people that you don't know and the people you know, because they're gonna see your content. We talked about that. Number three, we talked about having uh, referral partners, right? This is going to be both people you don't know and people you know. And then lastly, we have to have something for our sphere of influence and our past client database, right? This has to be proactive. And I know we talked about a lot of different things in today's video, um, but of course, if you want help with this, I'm here to help you, right? If we want to have a conversation around a coaching relationship, I'm ha we're, we're happy to do that. I will put a link in the description, schedule some time for us to have a conversation, and then decide if you want our help, me and my team's help, implementing a lot of this that we talked about in today's video in your business this year. And so uh, if not, if now's not the right time, it's all good. I'm going to continue to make three to five videos a week just like this throughout the entire year so we can help you generate the type of income that I think you want in your real estate sales business.